everyone. Welcome to There's a System to This Madness podcast. I am your host, Osaze Shabazz. Each week, I talk about the difficult situations we face by peeling back the layers of politics, education, and culture. Today is August 27th. As always, I have to apologize for the delay. You know, I don't want to make excuses, but when I say it's just, I've just been busy. It's like I'm just trying to do a number of other things, uh, live my life, enjoy my life. Um, Like I said, it's just with some of the things that's been going on, some of you might be new to this podcast, so you may not know my story, you know, open heart surgery in 2019, finally recovered from that. And then two months when I'm fully recovered, January, February of 2020, you know, enjoying life, saying that I'm going to just, you know, just let loose. March come and boom, we shut down again. So the remainder of that year, pretty much to the end, started sticking my head above ground and just said 2021, you know, got myself vaccinated and, you know, just I'm, I'm, I'm now doing what I was setting out to do in 2019, two years later. And it's just between the podcast, working, um, other things that I'm trying to get accomplished for even just, you know, what I got planned for 2022 is just, it's, it's a lot, but it's not a lot that is just like a burden lot. It's a lot that is just, it's joyous. It's joyous work. It's that type of work where I get mad when I get sleepy because it's like a child waiting for Christmas. I can't wait for the next day so I can just start on these new projects and things and these ideals that I got. And it's just so many hours in a day, so much work that have to be done. Cause you know, in all of this, all the fun, all the activities, all the looking after other people, you know, bills are still due. So pretty much, like I said, just this, this is a passion for me. I love this podcast. I love speaking my mind. I use social media. If you on social media, you're following the um, Facebook and Instagram, Twitter. I'm on all of that. Just look up. There's a system to this madness and you will find me. You will find me posting information that is still cutting edge because I still got my Restrictions on Facebook. I'm still in Facebook. Not full jail. I'm on probation. I still can't post anything live. I can't. I forget the other thing that they say I can't do for like 60 days or so. But it's, they, they got some restrictions on you, boy. But pretty much, like I said, um, there's not a day that goes by where I don't take some type of note, keep up with information, that, like I said, I'm posting it to my Facebook page or um going to try to speak about it in this upcoming episode. Because my goal is I don't want to get so much information that it becomes outdated 
And also, I don't want the podcast to be one of those hour and a half, two hour podcasts. I just don't want that. But at the same time, I want to be, I want to be able to discuss things that are current, but, you know, not so far apart. Because it's like when I look at my notes, I got stuff that should have been talked about probably two weeks ago, probably the last time I um, did the podcast, up to, you know, current stuff, such as, you know, of course, now we've um, removed ourselves from Afghanistan. In fact, let's start with that. You know, 20 years in Afghanistan, you know, the U.S. and its allies finally pulled out. The irony is that immediately the Taliban takes control of the major cities and, you know, all the stuff that they claim that they were upset about because of the infidels and, you know, violations that they felt that the world was doing towards Islam. Now, all of a sudden, you know, they talking this stuff about, well, we we're going to cut some slack. It's like, you know, I, I saw one where it says, you know, we're going to give women their rights based on, you know, the laws of Islam. And I'm like, well, shit, Islam didn't give women rights. So, okay, we back at square one. I mean, yeah. then, of course, you can see what's going to happen. The Taliban is going to be the new regime. They're going to slowly be influenced by the West, then another group is going to come along and uprise. In fact, they already said there's like another form of ISIS out there that's really upset at the Taliban. And I'm like, shit, they just took over. And now there's another group that's upset at the Taliban, which of course, you know, um, also right before this, you know, there was a bombing. I want to say, I, you know, I hear the different numbers. I want to say 12 U.S. individuals, including four Marines, were murdered. However, you know, it's like information is still not fully there. But it's just, this is a clusterfuck. You, I mean, think about, think about it in terms of just being divorced. Two individuals married 20 years. You got the house, you got the cars, you got the 401ks, you got the investment. Let's say you got, even though you got two kids, but you know, let's just, you know, try to make it more. Let's say you got four or five kids. You got all this stuff. And then one person just all of a sudden say, I'm done. But not only do they say I'm done, they want to try to take, you know, just... They just want to stop and just pull the household apart. It's not that easy. Even if there's a mutual agreement that that marriage should end, it's not going to be that easy. So now we put this on the scale of a country. 20 years, 20 years where the United States formed because that, that, you know, and we'll say wink, wink, was trying to form a government. 
for 20 years, you was behind the decision-making, the police, the military, the government, 20 years. Basically, what they did for 20 years was rely on the U.S. You know, when you hear the stories about how the Afghanistan military was overrun and taken in a matter of hours. You know, it's, it's, it's fucked up that they would say it like that when they weren't trained to be self-sufficient. They were trained to be reliant. Again, going back to a relationship. Imagine a woman in a 20-year marriage where she's a housewife and then the husband just come home and say, I don't want to be married no more. Think about that situation. And I know there are women out there that are like saying, yeah, that shit is real. You know, people don't understand how somebody like Dr. Dre, and I'm trying not to get off on a tangent, but somebody like Dr. Dre, whose wife has been awarded like $300,000 a month. And people are like, well, you know, how can she earn that type of money? I tell you, 20 years of marriage. The court will say she deserves this money because he introduced her to a certain lifestyle. For 20 years, he changed her mindset. He changed the thoughts and the views of how you're supposed to live. You can't just stop that. You can't just take that away because it is not working anymore. Not to mention the progress, you know, how he's prospered in that 20 years. Because let's be real. He wasn't a billionaire 20 years ago. And this lady's a lawyer. So she was helping him. Oh, come on. What the fuck? No. If any case now, you know, my thing is, you know, 300,000 a month. Wow. That's. That's some shit there. But at the same time, I can only imagine the lifestyle that this lady has had under him. And, you know, being a divorcee myself, you know, I didn't make that kind of money. But when you think about that lifestyle that you put a woman in and then all of a sudden it changes. Yeah. In a lot of cases, that money, that is, is, it should be rightfully theirs. You know, when you look at Jeff Bezos and his wife, they was married for a quite a lengthy, lengthy amount of time when he started Amazon. And they show you the picture of him with the little Amazon's uh, bookstore sitting at that desk. This was before probably his first million. And they get divorced, and he's like, 100 billion? Oh, shit, come on now. Yeah. Because I'm sure she probably like, mm, I don't think you should do this, you should do that. You know, a little advice like that. You know, now, now, now I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating. No, they probably were major players in their success. I mean, you know, I don't know if I talked about it, Bill and Melinda Gates. You know, they divorcing. Dude's, dude has been the richest man in the world running probably for the last 20-something years. 
So it's like, yeah, I mean, that's all she knows. That's 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 some crazy shit. And you split up. But it's the same concept with this country. That Afghan army was not ever prepared or even set up to stand on his own two feet. You know, you hear stories about they weren't getting paid. They were ill-equipped. And see what's, what's so fucked up in this? In about five, ten years max, the U.S. is going to be right back over there. And they're going to be fighting a new form of Taliban, the Taliban. Or, like I said, this new ISIS group. But chances are, most of those motherfuckers in that group, they're going to be from the Afghan military. Disgruntled motherfuckers that gave their lives because might not be accepted by the Taliban because they're going to be looked at as traitors. All those translators, the children of those translators that get stuck over there, that get left behind and got to go into hiding or their family are caught and murdered by the Taliban or looked at as a traitor, that shit is going to fester. Anytime you leave a group of people behind like that and they just sit there, first of all, they're just going to fester and it's going to grow. Then all of a sudden, somebody's going to notice, weren't you with them? I was with them. I was with them too. They shitted on me. Well, they shitted on me too. And before you know it, a group forms. And before you know it, there's a whole, there's, they, they, got, they got a big ass group. And then that big ass group gets weapons. And somebody starts training. And before you know it, we got ISIS, I forget what they call it, ISIS 88, Taliban 55, whatever they want to call it. And these are the groups, they're going to rise up. They're going to take, because the Taliban that's taking over, they're going to do the same shit. Them motherfuckers, they're going to walk around trying to implement Islamic laws, and then they're going to realize that shit is not going to work, and then they're going to slowly implement Western ways. Then the motherfuckers going to start wearing Brooks Brothers suits and bringing in a Starbucks and a McDonald's, and pretty much, because they're going to listen to Western influence, if you let us build this Burger King, here's, here's $1 million in cash right now and everything else. And before you know it, that shit is going to look like the Mojave Desert in California. And before you know it, people are going to get mad because they're going to be like, I'm, I'm, I'm the new representative of the prophet. And before you know it, they're going to rise up. They're going to clash and... U.S. going to have major corporations. Those corporations are going to lobby and say, hey, they fucking with our shit. And before you know it, I need for you to go over there. Before you know it, here come the military, because that's what the military is for, for corporations to have their shit protected. And before you know it, you got another damn war. It, it's, it, sounds, it sounds trivial. But that is exactly how it is. I know this as a Gulf War veteran back in 91 when we fought Iraq and because they invaded Kuwait. All Saddam Hussein was doing was 
he was following out the permission that he got from the Bush, the daddy administration saying that, yeah, go ahead, have at it. So that's all he did. And when we was capturing those Iraqi soldiers and disarming them, all of they shit that we was taking off of him was made in America. They showed on the news the other night how the Taliban was driving through the city in U.S. Hummers, armored vehicles, U.S. weapons. Because when the U.S. leaves, they leave all that shit over there with the idea that they're going to do right by that. And they stockpile it. Then another group comes over. They take it from them. Now you got these weapons in the hands of a new enemy. And then you go fight them and they shooting you with your own goddamn bullets. This is how this shit works. And the thing is what people fail to realize, what American people, what just everyday citizens do not understand. This is what they want. This is how people make money. People don't understand. There is money in war. There's tons of money in war. There's tons of money in setting up a McDonald's. There's tons of money setting up a quick trip. I don't know if quick trip is over, but any type of gas station. There's tons of money in this. And to protect that, the U.S. will cow down, because this is what the Republican Party would. And, I, you know, let me, let me take that back. Because, in my opinion, the only difference between a Republican and a Democrat, a Republican will show you they're greedy and they will hold out both hands so they can get some cash back. The Democrats, they'll turn away, look away, but they got their hands out waiting for you to put some money in their hands. That's the only difference. Republicans just openly say, we greedy. Democrats will turn away and say, we greedy, but I don't want you to know we greedy. We got some discretion about our greed. This is how it is. The thing is, what you have to realize is that this whole situation, it's a process. This is going to be a process. I'm curious, you know, like I said, just... Just the pullout, the actual pullout, is, it's, a, it's a clusterfuck. And it just makes me wonder how, how, you know, I just don't, I don't, I just, I want everything to go well, but the reality, the, re, the real world that I live in, it just won't let me think that way. Hopefully I'm wrong, and we'll wait and see. However, you know, I'm going to end this because kind of, like I said, I just wanted to put something out there real quick off my opinion on this 20-year war, you know, that everybody's now trying to say it's not like Vietnam and all this, and this is exactly like Vietnam, but, you know, like I said, we're going to end it right there. As always, please 
Love to hear your opinions. Love to hear your views. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm right. Agree with me. Don't agree with me. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Love to hear your views on those um, pages as well. Please, please get yourself vaccinated. And even after you get yourself vaccinated, put a mask on. Until then, stay safe. God bless. Talk to you next time. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to There's a System to This Madness podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, be sure to like and subscribe. To continue the discussion that we had today, make sure to check out our Facebook page. See y'all next week. Thank you.